Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hey, folks, Roland Martin here. Of course, today is Wednesday, November 20th, 2019. We are broadcasting live uh, from Tyler Perry Studios here in Atlanta. Of course, in uh, the location, of course, is quite interesting uh, because we are here uh, in the East Room. This is literally uh, the um, um, uh, 80% mock of the White House. This is where Tyler Perry's uh, show on BT. The Oval is shot. Mayor uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms, the mayor of Atlanta, uh, she is holding a reception here. In addition, there's going to be a watch party here as well. Uh, people are going to be watching the debate here tonight. Uh, in addition uh, to that, uh, they're also going to be a post party. And so uh, we had an opportunity. Uh, to uh, broadcast live from here. Uh, we were, I was invited by the mayor uh, to attend this event. Then I said, well, hey, since we're going to be um, uh, here, can, can we broadcast? They got permission from uh, Tyler Perry Studios, and we are here. Uh, this is, first of all, uh, an amazing facility, more than 300-acre lot of this studio. Tyler Perry opened five years ago. Remember, I was here for his grand opening 
Uh, and so uh, it was uh, amazing then, amazing now. Tonight's debate, folks, is going to be taking place uh, in, on Soundstage 1, the Oprah Winfrey Soundstage, the largest one on this lot. Many of those uh, soundstages are named after prominent African Americans like Harry Belafonte, Diane Carroll, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Spike Lee, Halle Berry, Denzel Washington, and others. And so, as I said, Anthony, do me a favor, uh, so zoom out here. And so where we are, and so if you've been to the actual White House, uh, most of the uh, the major events, gospel concerts, stuff like that, take place in the East Room. And so this is a mock, if you will, of the East Room. And so as you see, folks have been arriving uh, for all this time. Uh, and so, uh, so all the chairs are set up in here. Uh, we Earlier we took a tour of... Uh, this whole uh, this whole place, White House offices, uh, the Oval Office, uh, the residences as well. As I said, Tyler Perry's show, The Oval, which airs on BET, uh, which is a White House drama, is shot uh, in this facility, thirty-five thousand square feet. It is, uh, and so it's amazing uh, uh, to be here, to be uh, in the White House. But in Atlanta, on the Tyler Perry studio lot. And so uh, folks have been coming in. So what's happening is uh, over here. Uh, so that's the, the foyer there. Uh, that's where uh, the reception is taking place. We are here, of course, uh, for the Democratic debate that's taking place tonight. Uh, a number of candidates are going to be here. This is going to be airing, of course, tonight on MSNBC. It's co-hosted by MSNBC and The Washington Post. And so uh, it's going to be also a debate where four women are going to be serving as moderators. It is going to be an interesting one because we, of course, in the city, uh, frankly, built by the likes of Maynard Jackson, Andrew Young, of course, Maynard Jackson again, uh, uh, Bill Campbell, Shirley Franklin, Kasim Reed, and now Keisha Lance Bottoms. And so it's going to be interesting to see what issues are raised uh, tonight. Uh, I would certainly hope black economics comes up. That's sort of important. And so that would be great to actually see that. Now, let me also explain to you, normally when we do this show, uh, we have, of course, our show open, our graphics. But the problem is that uh, a water line issue uh, burst actually uh, outside of our building or inside of the building. Our t building is completely shut down. So my staff could not get into office today. And so our traditional show where we have panelists and folks along those lines, it's not taking place. As you see, uh, the mayor is right there. Uh, go ahead, Anthony, you need pan to pan to her. Uh, she's there with her family. And so everybody's, t folks are taking tours. And so we took a tour a little bit earlier uh, of uh, this facility. And so uh, hopefully in a second we'll be able to uh, have a conversation with her. Uh, but again, no. So this is just it's an unbelievable place. So like I say, East Room, reception, got Blue Room over there. You've got the Oval Office. They actually have it uh, downstairs. Then they have the residents upstairs. They've got a rose garden, all this sort of stuff. And so it's pretty cool. Uh, as I said, uh, this is a, a much different debate. We, of course, were in Houston at Texas Southern University uh, where the debate was held on the campus of that HBCU. Uh, this is totally different. Uh, I've been to many other debates. I don't, first of all, I don't recall a debate being held uh, on a movie studio lot, uh, but it is being held here. And so massive security uh, to even get on this lot. Uh, and that's, that's what's going on. So, like I said, we'll, it's a little bit different here what's going on uh, with uh, our um, with our folks in terms of how we do the show. And so uh, we're waiting on some of our uh, normal panelists uh, who are going to be coming through here. Uh, Amisha Cross, uh, she's going to be here. Uh, Monique Presley, they're going to be coming through. Hopefully we'll be able to talk to you, Mayor Keisha, Mayor, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, and also Cornell Belcher. A Democratic pollster. He is here. I'm trying to grab him as well uh, to get him to come through. And so we're waiting to talk to him uh, as well. 
as I said, a huge night tonight because with the Democratic debate, uh, uh, the candidates are going to be on stage. Uh, you've seen changes in this race. Of course, Michael Bloomberg uh, signaled he is going to enter. Deval Patrick, former governor of Massachusetts, uh, he has already entered the race. They're not participating in tonight's debate. Uh, but what is happening, and those from the candidates like uh, Julian Castro is not going to be on the debate stage. Uh, he did not qualify for tonight's debate. Uh, but you will, of course, have Vice President Joe Biden, Pete Buttigieg, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Amy Klobuchar, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Senator Kamala Harris, Senator Cory Booker. All of them will be uh, Tom Steyer. All of them will be on the stage tonight. The stakes, folks, are a little bit different now. Of course, as we're moving closer to the first election, you're going to see uh, things change. Last debate, lots of folks targeting Senator Elizabeth Warren. She shot up the polls. This time around, latest polls coming out of Iowa, Mayor Pete Buttigieg sitting at the top of the polls. Don't be surprised if he is the center of attention tonight. And so, you know, Senator Kamala Harris, she, of course, is going to be wanting uh, to make a move uh, as well up the, uh, up the polls. She desperately needs to have a breakout performance tonight in order uh, to uh, stabilize her campaign. Uh, she was doing very well uh, this summer, but she has been reeling for the past three to four months. And so we'll see what happens with her. Senator Cory Booker has not been able to gain any traction whatsoever uh, throughout this campaign. And so we're going to be watching to see uh, what happens uh, with him as well. But sort of what I'm looking at, what are the issues that are going to be raised tonight? Are you going to see issues dealing with economics? Are you going to see housing come up tonight? Will you have something come up dealing with the Supreme Court? Judicial picks uh, today. Uh, the uh, Senate approved the 48th uh, Circuit Court nominee of Donald Trump. Obama only got 55 of those in eight years. So what's going to happen there? And so hopefully you're going to see the moderators ask those questions. We also, of course, saw what happened today on Capitol Hill. That is the impeachment hearings. Do not be surprised if that's also going to be a major issue that comes up. Uh, in tonight's debate. And so lots of things that we're going to be looking for. Uh, we're certainly going to be looking for your comment, looking for folks uh, to speak about, uh, you know, what's going on. But again, uh, I am very hopeful uh, that we're going to see a connection between issues that are important to African-Americans and this debate. We, of course, are in Atlanta, a city that was changed by black politics. Uh, you heard me talk about this a lot. Maynard Jackson, when he became mayor of Atlanta, African-Americans were receiving 0.0012% of all city contracts. That all changed when he took over. That is critically important. You've had Pete Buttigieg, who announced that he wants for 25% uh, of all federal contracts to go to African-Americans. Uh, part of his Marshall Plan, expect that also to be one of the issues that you see raised tonight. And so it's going to be very interesting to see what, take, what takes place, what is brought up, by these candidates. We're going to be looking at all of this uh, very closely because more and more voters are now paying attention. Uh, what is happening, of course, you have uh, Iowa, the first caucus is there, then you have New Hampshire, Nevada, and of course the critical state, South Carolina, where more than 40% of all folks who are going to be voting uh, in that primary are African American. And so that's also what we're looking at there. And so uh, several different things we're waiting. Again, security is so tight uh, on this lot. Some of our guests have been detained, and so uh, we certainly are looking for them, waiting for them uh, to, to come out here as well. Uh, as I said, 
uh, some of the candidates did not make the stage, but they've still been having events. Uh, you had, of course, uh, Julian Castro had an event last night at Pascal's with Angela Rye. Uh, he, of course, still in town. And uh, everyone is taking advantage of being in the city. And so what is happening is uh, you've got uh, Senator Kamala Harris. She's going to be having an event uh, in the morning. Uh, at 8.30. We're going to be broadcasting that right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Uh, she's going to be having an event with Higher Heights, the black female group that actually endorsed uh, Kamala Harris. That breakfast is going to be taking place. Congresswoman Marsha Fudge, uh, they're going to be hosting that breakfast. We'll be broadcasting it uh, at uh, 10 a.m. Judge is going to be having a black barbershop event not far from there. One of his folks uh, was here, and so she certainly invited me uh, to, be, to come on out. Uh, to that event and then also he's having a private event uh, with black women and so Atlanta is a critical critical market for all these Democratic candidates when it comes to fundraising uh, when it comes to all of that and so that's what we are uh, looking at uh, they're looking uh, for all those uh, kind all those endorsements uh, they're looking for civil rights leaders and so it's very interesting to see uh, the role that this city is going to play also Stacey Abrams. Everybody, of course, is trying to get on her radar. Uh, she, of course, her role uh, put um, they put um, uh, it in play in terms of would Georgia be in play? Would Georgia be a purple state? Uh, will they be able uh, to fight back voter suppression uh, from the governor, Brian Kemp? Will they be able to have an impact? And can Democrats compete effectively in Georgia. So, so many things that we're looking at, we're paying attention to, uh, we're trying to uh, trying to see. And so tonight is going to be huge. Tonight's going to be huge, uh, again, because the field is narrowing. And as a result, uh, what is going on is you're going to see just, I believe, a different type of debate. I just hope, though, the people who are asking the questions don't spend all damn night talking about foreign policy, talking about Ukraine, on stuff along those lines, are we going to hear the bread and butter issues that we, that we care about? Um, um, are we going to hear housing? Uh, are we, are, are we going to hear those type of issues? Are we actually going to hear economics? Are we going to hear about small businesses? Are we going to hear about HBCUs? Of course, here we, of course, you've got uh, three HBCUs here. Actually, well, four if you want to include Morris Brown, but you've got Clark Atlanta, you've got Spelman, you've got Morehouse, you got Morris Brown as well. But also, you got Georgia State, where significant, a large number of African Americans go as well. Are we going to hear about student loans? Are we Are going to hear about those things? That's what we want to know. That's what is a big issue. And then we're going to be watching out for it. Uh, I mentioned earlier how polling has changed. Again, in Iowa, Pete Buttigieg is now uh, in first place uh, in Iowa. Uh, folks are looking at that. A new poll came out showing that. You also, of course, have um, Joe Biden still a strong lead in South Carolina, largely because he is running away with the black vote there. But again, South Carolina is about 100 days away before they vote. A whole lot can change. Will Vice President Joe Biden uh, be strong tonight? He's been iffy, if you will, uh, several of these nights. What is actually going to happen uh, there as well? And so, so many different uh, storylines that we're paying attention to, looking out for, that uh, takes place in a Democrat debate tonight. The next Democrat debate is going to be taking place uh, in December, uh, December 19th, I believe, uh, in Los Angeles. We will not be there because I'll actually be uh, in Ghana. 
uh, for a 10-day trip. Uh, but again, that's the last debate of 2019. And so it's going to be really important for the candidates to come out strong tonight on the issues that voters are talking about, the bread and butter issues. One of the things that I hope for that you're going to see a Democratic candidate talk about the welfare that Donald Trump is giving to farmers, more than $28 billion. He tweeted earlier this week he's going to be giving more money to these farmers. This is for a problem that he created with his tariffs. And so is it amazing how we say we can't fund HBCUs, we can't fund uh, other issues, we can't fund food programs, but Donald Trump Republicans are able to find $28 billion for farmers. They call it subsidies, but with black folks, they'll call it welfare or call it handouts. They actually have nothing to say about that. And so, again, so much uh, so much is going to be happening. Uh, festive occasion here. We're looking forward uh, to tonight. Uh, I am uh, going to be in the debate hall watching it here, uh, but I also might be here uh, as well. And so that's where uh, we are. Now, as we were coming in, there were a number of people who were outside, protesters outside. There was a whole contingent of folks there for Pete Buttigieg. Uh, he had a number of African-Americans out there. But also, uh, on the school choice side, school choice, uh, the charter schools, Save Our Charter Schools, Howard Fuller and others, uh, I'm a part of that coalition. They also are making their presence known, being very critical of Senator Elizabeth Warren and Senator Bernie Sanders for their comments critical of charter schools. Uh, we did not see other protesters out there. We did not get to see who they were. We're just waiting to see uh, who else shows up. And so that's what's going on uh, here. And so... Again, lots and lots of things going on. Don't be surprised, of course, the, uh, what took place uh, today, the impeachment hearing, is going to be also a huge deal. Uh, Ambassador Sondland talked today about the quid pro quo, that absolutely it was approved by Donald Trump and how that was a huge, huge issue uh, that uh, is coming up. And so uh, this is going to be, I think, an electric night. Uh, but the question is, will the black candidates... What will they do? How will they stand out? Here's also some news I'm reading right now. Michael Bloomberg is planning to roll out, spend an estimated 15 to 20 million dollars on voter registration drives uh, to weaken Donald Trump's reelection chance in five battleground states. That's according to a tweet here from Eugene Scott. And so we are watching we are watching that and paying attention to it. And so uh, that's what's going on here. Uh, and so, again, they are going to be the folks. Uh, who uh, are going to um, be a difference maker? What role will they play? Are you actually going? Are you actually going to see again uh, Bloomberg or Deval Patrick play a role in this race? Uh, I doubt it. I don't necessarily think so. Uh, I think this field, as many ways, is set. People want to see the field shrink as opposed to uh, increase, and so we'll see. But let, let me talk tonight about again. The black candidates they hear. You have Senator Kamala Harris and Senator Cory Booker. The person who I believe has to have a breakout night is Senator Kamala Harris. She did not do it in Houston, did not take advantage of being on an HBCU campus. The largest applause line that she got when she talked about the importance of black teachers when it comes to black children going to college. That was a big point for her. Pretty much the rest of the night, nothing else. Uh, Senator Cory Booker, he is running in many ways as the hope candidate. He is someone uh, who is talking about uh, uh, hope and change. Look, I think, frankly, this, this election cycle, voters don't want to hear another Obama. I'm just being straight up honest. 
I don't think they want to hear another Obama. They want to see a fighter. Somebody is going to fight and take on Donald Trump. But here's what also I think that you're seeing in this race, that people are learning, that you can't just be black and run. There's no indication where just because you're black, you're going to get the black vote. That is simply not the case. You have to fight for it. You have to earn it. And I think that's what we're also seeing. And so uh, it is going to be uh, very difficult, I believe, for Senator Harris and as well as Senator Cory Booker uh, to vault up uh, the chain. They can. It can actually happen. But right now they are polling horribly in Iowa, polling very low in New Hampshire. And again, they are not in the top four in South Carolina. That is going to be actually not in the top three. Now let's do a Pete Buttigieg. He's got a black problem. He's polling at 0% among African-Americans. There's a reason you are seeing a significant number of people, black folks with their Pete Buttigieg signs, outside of the Tyler Perry Studios as folks are coming. Because what they are trying to do is they want to be able uh, to have uh, those voices. They want to be able to show his support. But he has to be able to speak to African-Americans. Watch for that to happen tonight. I know for a fact in talking to his camp, he has been primed. He is going to try to speak to the issues of African-Americans and economics. That's something to watch out for as well. He has no choice. He is not polling well among African-Americans. Again, leading in Iowa. Uh, those Midwestern voters, he's, the, of course, the mayor, South Bend, Indiana, neighboring state. His message is appealing to them, but it is not resonating among African-Americans. There's no way Pete Buttigieg can capture the nomination if he cannot draw black support. That's one of the things that we're also looking out for. And so uh, watch for a lot of those things tonight. Watch for Elizabeth Warren, Sir Elizabeth Warren, to really focus on black women in what she is saying tonight. And so that's one of the things that we also uh, are going to be looking out for tonight when she goes on stage. Then, of course, you have Senator Bernie Sanders. Don't be surprised if he makes some killer mic references. Uh, one of the reasons I keep turning around again, because I'm looking at the people who are coming in here, because I'm, I'm going to be grabbing some folks uh, to do a quick interview with them. And so that's why I'm sort of uh, uh, turning around. And, uh, and so that's what I'm doing. And so uh, we're going to be trying to grab some folks. Uh, again, I was just texting my man Cornell Belcher. Huh? And so uh, to come on down, so uh, waiting to, to chat with him. Uh, and so uh, that's what we're doing. So, folks, it is, um, again, lots to watch out for tonight that I want to be, you to be paying attention to when you're watching the debates. Uh, and so look for those key things for African-Americans. I mentioned Senator Bernie Sanders. I watched Killer Mike get a shout-out. I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to reference Cardi B. This is going to be a largely black audience tonight. And so even though this is a debate that's going to be shown across the country, African-Americans should be center stage. The question is, will Rachel Maddow, Christian Welker, will you have Andrea Mitchell, will they be asking questions that black folks care about? Now, Urban One is supposed to be a partner in tonight's debate. In the initial press release that went out, Urban One was supposed to be showing this debate on their uh, digital platforms and airing on Radio 1. In the last few announcements, I've seen nothing about Urban 1 at all. In fact, I haven't even gotten 
uh, any kind of post or anything from Urban One. So I wonder if Urban One, frankly, uh, dropped out uh, of of the whole deal. Not sh- uh, not uh, not uh, quite sure. Uh, so uh, we'll see. That's one of the things uh, that we that we're looking at. So folks, and we're watching all of that, folks. And so, uh, matter of fact, I'm trying to check right now. Uh, no black media organization has been a um, co-host of any of these debates so far, which is a damn shame. Uh, but when I look at, uh, yeah, I, I, I looked at, uh, I, I saw nothing from News1.com. I got no emails or nothing along those lines. And so I wonder if they dropped out of this, uh, which uh, is a doggone shame. I'm looking at News1.com right now, and I don't see anything on their home page uh, indicating if they're going to be showing the debate on their platforms tonight and so uh that makes no sense to me and so uh, i don't really uh i don't really understand uh what happened there and so i'm gonna uh send a couple of text messages uh to some folks with the um democrat national committee uh to find out uh what happened to urban one and their involvement uh in tonight's debate and so um hopefully i'm able to get the attention of uh the mayor i had her this morning the tom jonah morning show and so hopefully we can uh, get her. For, I did interview her outside as she was coming in. Uh, but uh, again, of course, because we can't, uh, our control room is down. We can't be able to, um, we can't be able to uh, send the video back. And so uh, we're trying to get her also. We're going to pull Cornell Belcher down uh, in a second as well. Uh, the chat with him and chat with some other folks who are here. Uh, this reception started. This reception started. Uh, again, around six o'clock, as the people are coming in, we have a call. We have a call to go to the go over to the other facility at seven thirty, and so that's what we're waiting on uh, to go to the sound stage. So even though the debate is starting at nine o'clock, uh, we got to make our way over to the sound stage, go through security uh, to be there. They want folks in their seats one hour uh, before the debate actually takes place. So that's one of the things uh, they're going to be doing as well. And so, so that's where we are, folks. So again, we're here, Talapair Studios. Uh, what Democratic debate is taking place tonight, airing on MSNBC, co-hosted by MSNBC and the Washington Post. And so it's going to be uh, quite uh, the night, I believe, uh, as we um, see this Democratic debate uh, takes place. Um, some of the other people here who were invited I've run into, uh, there are some state officials, there's some folks from South Carolina, there are folks from Georgia, some different people uh, who are here. And so uh, the mayor has invited all kind of folks we're going to be watching the debate here as opposed to uh, being in the room in there. So it's going to be jam-packed in there. So we'll be just certainly watching it uh, in here. Uh, looking, of course, uh, shooting reaction and getting reaction from folks uh, in here uh, as well. Now, some of you are asking questions. So go ahead. Let me do this here. I see some of y'all on YouTube. Uh, you have some questions. Go ahead and ask those questions now. And uh, I can go ahead and try to answer uh, some of those questions. Um, but let me, you know what, let me do this here. I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to what is going on with, um, with, with black media. And, um, let me go ahead and say this. I think it's a damn shame that black media, a traditional black media is not involved in these debates. Let me say it again. It's a damn shame. Here's what I don't understand. There are eight black networks that target African-Americans. Okay? You heard me talk about this before. They do 1,344 combined hours of content a week. Not one hour of news. All right? 
I don't understand why BET, BET Her, TV One, Clio TV, their sister network, Aspire, Revolt, Own, and Bounce don't come together and say, hey, let's share the cost of doing a debate. What the debate's tip is probably five, six hundred thousand dollars. Okay? Maybe seven hundred thousand bucks. If each of the networks said we're gonna chip in fifty thousand dollars, what would it say if a Democratic presidential debate is broadcast on all eight networks that target African Americans? Think about that. So you mean to tell me that a two hour debate is somehow going to wreck the ratings of these networks for the entire year? Think, think about how that even sounds. So every four years, there's a presidential campaign. Every four years. And somehow, two hours is going to somehow just wreck your whole rating schedule. That, to me, is utter nonsense. And so, reason real here is because this is important. It's important for us to be here, to cover what is happening here. So when the debate is over, to be in the spin room where the candidates are going to be, to be able uh, to get those interviews, all of that stuff is important. But for some reason, for some reason, we are not seeing that. And I think it's a shame. I think it's an, it's an abomination that we're not seeing uh, any of that. Uh, and so... I think black folks are hurt because, frankly, I'm tired of us being fed entertainment. It's about time that these that these uh, black media outlets uh, step up and do more. Here we are. Think about this here. Here we are on a studio, African-American owned by Tyler Perry. That's where we are. Okay, the debate is taking place on a soundstage called the Oprah Winfrey soundstage. And no black networks. And no black networks. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, do me a favor, Anthony, uh, if you can zoom in on the mayor there while she's addressing the folks here. just makes us all so proud. And when you look at how we've intersected the culture and the politics and the future of our nation together, it speaks to all of who we are. And I'm, I'm, at a, I'm searching for the words because I'm just so full standing here. It is um, just nothing short of amazing what he's done on this land that used to be a Confederate stronghold. And we are here. We are here. And this moment is about so much. I mean, just 
a few feet away that will stand, standing, will stand the President of the United States. In the name of Jesus, somebody on that stage. <laughs> when you have to be specific in your prayer, November of 2020, the President of the United States is here. And so many of you were in, were with us two years ago, and almost two years ago to the day, when we were fighting just to make it through. And here we are. And um, I'm just grateful. And I'm grateful that so many of you all are here from across the country and just able to experience this, this magic. And as we came in a couple of days ago, um, someone said this is movie magic. There were yesterday, it's about 100 people working around the clock so that we could be in this space. And the extraordinary part is this is the first event that's ever been held in this space. And uh, to go back to even how we got here, we pushed and Residences upstairs are open through the evening. 
You can see that. Those of you that have a debate, those of you that have a ticket to the actual debate, we have a shuttle that will leave here promptly at 7.30, right outside the doors, and there will not be a second shuttle. So 7.30, you have to be in your seat by 8 p.m. So we're gonna get you right over there. And then we'll start the viewing in the room behind me, and we have screens in here, so we'll view the debate from here where we've got alcohol and food while they're sitting over in that empty room over there with nothing to eat room. But have a great time. Yes, ma'am. And for those of you that are at the debate, just one more time. If, if you're at the debate and you're coming back here, you'll take the same shuttle. It'll bring you back here. And then we'll have shuttles that will rotate through the evening back to Lakewood to your cars. All right? So have a great time. Uh, Joshua, uh, Josh, someone will be right outside here checking your name to get on the shuttle. Thank you, LaShawn. Someone. All right, have a great time. EJ, if you'll start it up, thank you. Folks, uh, so we did not expect that to happen, so uh, we glad it did. So I know it might look a little funky, us having to move the camera the way we did, but that's what happens. Uh, Monique Presley, lawyer who's often on our show, uh, is here in Atlanta for the debate as well. What are you looking for tonight? Well, I'm looking to see which candidate is going to do the right thing. We heard so much in the past few days from the GOP about their president. We've heard so much about the illegal activity that has been going on in the White House. And after today, when Sondland got on the stand and sang like a canary, I need for those Democratic debate candidates to not just come in and talk about vision for the future, but what they're going to do to make sure that Trump gets out of this White House. That's what I want to hear. They have to deal with it directly. And I know that MSNBC has been making some adjustments all day long so that they can pose those questions, too, because it's on the hearts and minds of everybody who's been watching. I, I do wish they talk about Sondland, but I do hope they realize that we're in a black city and a hell of a lot more issues come up dealing with housing, dealing with economics, uh, the history of Maynard Jackson, Andrew Young, all these different black mayors, uh, because that to me is also what's been missing. Bread and butter issues that resonate with black folks and everybody else. And frankly, moderators have not been going there. 
No, and it's just like Mayor Keisha just said. They wanted to bring something supposedly to a black city, and then it was going to end up being in Sandy Spring, but for Tyler Perry Studios. So I'm thankful for all that we're in right now. But yes, to me, the first thing that has to happen is we have to have a president in the Oval Office who cares about black folks, not just by bringing them in for a song and a dance, but it's going to actually do something for them. And each one of those candidates has to say what that is. And I don't just want some bullet points that they came up with last week rolling in. You know there's one candidate in particular I got some issues with about that, Mayor Buttigieg. But they can't just come up with talking points. It has to be that they have demonstrated doing work in our communities and have a plan to take us forward. Now, um, I think tonight, I said it in Houston, the TSU debate, September 15th, huge, huge, huge for Senator Kamala Harris. I do not believe she took advantage of it. If she wants to be real in this race, she's got to kick some serious butt on this stage tonight. Well, yes, and here's the thing. She kicks butt on every stage that she gets on. Sometimes she gets the credit for kicking butt. Sometimes she doesn't. Sometimes her campaign takes advantage of it. Sometimes they don't. But I'm here to tell you there are black women who are mobilizing as we speak. This is a big, huge weekend for black women. There's the Black Women's Power Breakfast that's taking place tomorrow that's sponsored by Higher Heights Pack and sponsored by um, the Collective Pack. And then there's going to be events all in South Carolina to do the push that she needs because listen I'm not going to pretend that there isn't a major African-American female candidate a black woman on stage who is a viable contender for president of the United States and black folks need to get their act together and get behind that she doesn't have to be your candidate for you to mind her being done dirty and we see the way the mainstream media is treating not just her but Cory Booker as well we looked at for Mayor Pete they they've 659 times, I think it is, talked about the fact that he's a Rhodes Scholar. Cory Booker's a Rhodes Scholar. Cory Booker used to be a mayor before he became a United States senator. So why is it that our people are not being given what they should be? Yes, there are issues with campaigns, and campaigns have to take responsibility, but so do we because they do what we require, and there ought to be an outcry, as far as I'm concerned, behind the way our candidates are being treated as people of color. But these are the big moments, and the reality is millions will be watching. The last couple of debates, TSU, great, great response, talking about black teachers, but then sort of disappeared with the rest. Again, to me, this is where, and I keep saying this, and I hope her campaign listens, and I wish they listened last time. You have to get the room on your side. To me, if, I, if I'm a candidate, I walk out there. I'm saying, first of all, giving props to Tyler Perry, but I'm saying I'm, I am going to be co-signing Maynard Jackson and Andrew Young and, and uh, Shirley Franklin and all those different mayors because that, when you get the room on your side, it basically reverberates from the floor to the stage, from the stage to the audience. I agree, but what I'm wondering, and maybe you've got better numbers on this than I do, is who's really in that room? Because the reason it took me so long getting to this section is because I started off in the security checkout for all of the VIPs that were headed to the debate, and there really weren't a lot of people on our big, long security bus 
you know, we got a police escort to get in here and it was a super long bus and it was a lot more people who were not black than were. Now, when you look at the lines of the people going in, it's a little bit even. Right. Well, 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 part of the problem is that these debates are for Democratic donors. That is the reality. And what they should be, they should really should be for the people in these cities. Unfortunately, you didn't have a lot of people from the public who were at the debate in TSU and there were available seating. There should have been more people in that room. Right. Well, it's so I know there's no there's not like one seat left. They were people were trying to like sell a baby to get seats in there. There's no seats left. But I just wonder if the job was done, as you said, to make sure that it represents the local community as well as representing what is, you know, the the big higher ups of the Democratic Party. But either way, you still have to take the room, because if you take the room, then you get the energy that goes along with that. That's effective communication. 101 that you've got to get your room and then you get the wider audience with it and I think it's going to be a big night I think it's going to be a big night for Harris I'm looking for it to be just a steady consistent night for Biden the same way the rest of them have been you know what he's going to have I mean he's been frankly a little unsteady uh I mean he he, I meant by steady his to me his is like kind of on and off again. I mean, he's the candidate that everybody's kind of like, we know what we're getting, which means we don't know what we're getting, but it's not going to be that bad. But I would like to see a strong night from uh, Booker. I would like for Gabbard to get finished off, frankly, because she has worked my reserve nerve. So if this is the last time that I have to, was I not supposed to say that? If this is the last time, I know I'm in a Democratic House, but I mean it. No, she is a, a Republican that is wearing a Democratic button on her her jacket that says vote for me I'm a Democrat and that's not what this time is this time is not for all of that we have to have people who really believe in the core values of our party the party platform and want to do things for the people who get them voted who gets them voted Roland black women over 45 I'm the block what they gonna say to black women over 45 tonight that's what i want to know last debate senator warren was actually the one who they targeted for medicare for all latest polls has Buddha judge in the first place in iowa uh he gonna get the he's gonna get the treatment tonight do you know how many people were in that poll if you scan that room over there, that's the people who were in that poll. I'm not gonna let myself be impressed by that. He has some, and then and then media wants to call it a surge. Buttigieg surges. Buttigieg surges, and then they figure out how many black people want him. Zero. He's polling at zero percent for black voters. There's no way he's getting elected with those kinds of numbers. So I don't care where he surges, he cannot get the job done. Do you know how black women over 45 feel about him? unimpressed. I'm right here. I'm telling you. That's where we are. What about Sanders? What does he must what must he do tonight? Why are you looking like that? <laughs> Cuz you're trying to get in my issues. Let me make this plain. Whoever is the Democrat nominee is getting my vote and I'm going to put everything I have behind that nominee because if Trump is still president at the time that happens, then it's all hands on deck. But I haven't seen anything from Senator Sanders this time that I didn't see last time. And I don't care how many Bernie bros or anybody else want to come after me. He didn't get the job done. So I'm looking for improvement. I'm looking for better answers. Every time he's asked a question, whether it's about reparations, whether it's about how he's going to pay for his policies, whether it's about what he's going to do for African-Americans, he still seems part toned 
in part absent action, and that's not going to get the job done. I don't care that he can give a whole lot of rah-rah. We need more than rah-rah. We need somebody who has a depth of understanding of the issues for black people, but for the country, period, and is going to be able to fix them. And that's just not, I'm not, that's not where he is with me. Well, look, we got to head over in about 11 minutes uh, to the, to the uh, debate site. Uh, it shall be interesting, 9 p.m. Eastern. It airs on MSNBC. Again, hope for some damn black questions. Deuces. All right, Monique, thanks a lot. All right, folks, uh, look, we're going to cut this short. Of course, um, again, the reason we started late, uh, our control room in Washington, D.C., my staff could not even get into the building today uh, because of uh, a water uh, main issue. And so that's what happened there. And so, uh, unfortunately, uh, we couldn't do our normal show, but we made the best uh, possibility here. Uh, we're going to be, of course, uh, in the spin room. We're going to be doing some interviews there, talking to folks there. So we look forward uh, to being there. Uh, we might even go live with you guys later. And so we'll see uh, how that happens a little bit later. And so uh, I see is that Bill Campbell there. Uh, I think that's Bill, uh, the former mayor uh, of Atlanta. And so uh, I'll see if I can try to uh, grab him uh, real quick. Uh, but uh, so, folks, that's, that's where we are. Here, Tyler Perry Studios here in the White House in on his lot. Uh, looking forward to tonight's debate. We'll see you guys afterwards. Either we'll go live or we'll simply shoot our interviews, and we'll have those for you tomorrow on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Okay? Y'all take care. Holla. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.